We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Friday was an off day for the Kansas City Chiefs up in St. Joe at training camp, but it's not an off day for us here at KCSN. We have plenty to talk to you about. We're going to give you the top five plays this past week from camp, and I'm going to give you an AFC West roundup telling you what's going on with every other team in the division. Today is Friday, August 5th. This is KCSN Update presented by DraftKings. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in possible. As I mentioned earlier, off day for the Chiefs. Good for those guys up there at training camp. It's been brutally hot. A good thing they got inside on Thursday, but it's been a warm one. The Chiefs will be back in action on Saturday. I'll be up there Saturday. If you're going to be up there, make sure to hit me up at Tucker D. Franklin on Twitter. Follow us on at KC Sports Network on Twitter to see all kinds of training camp highlights that we will have for you when we're up there this weekend. Saturday, Sunday practices. We're going to have them covered just like our partners, DraftKings, have you covered. Now, first, before we get into the AFC West recap, where I'm going to tell you all about what's going on with all these AFC West teams, I need to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. Football fans, DraftKings changed the fantasy game forever in 2012, and now they're doing it again with Rainmakers Football. It's their first ever NFT fantasy game. It's a new shot to win millions in prizes and the only NFT fantasy game licensed by the NFLPA. Playing Rainmakers Football is simple. Buy, sell, bid, and win player cards of the biggest names in the game through regular drops and auctions. Each week, craft your lineups of athletes from your NFT collection and rack up points for touchdowns, receptions, and more like you would in any regular daily fantasy football. The next generation of fantasy sports is almost here. Download the DraftKings Daily Fantasy app now and sign up with promo code KCSN. Click the Rainmakers tile and opt in so you can be ready for the next drop. Play free for millions in prizes all football season long and build the ultimate NFT fantasy franchise with Rainmakers Football. That's promo code KCSN only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, let's get into the AFC West roundup. Let's first start off with the Denver Broncos. Let's go in alphabetical order here. Uh, D and Denver, you know, that's 
before L in Las Vegas and Los Angeles. So let's start with the Denver Broncos. Last year they finished 7-10. and uh, and they play Chiefs week 14 and 17 this year. Should be some interesting matchups. Obviously, the big fish, the big kahuna that they got last season, quarterback Russell Wilson. He comes over with new head coach Nathaniel Hackett, who is a first-year head coach and was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay with, with Aaron Rodgers last year. So hopefully, for if you're a Broncos fan looking at this, you know, hopefully that, that's a good recipe for success. One of the big reasons that Russell Wilson came to Denver was the plethora of weapons that they have there. You know, they had Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, all kinds of guys. Unfortunately, Tim Patrick did tear his ACL in in training camp this this last week, so he's not going to be there. The Broncos have had a weird stretch of injuries. They had they had Tim Patrick, they had Demariate Crockett tear his ACL, and I think that was in the same practice. So kind of kind of a weird little uh, freak injuries there for the Broncos, but they still got a lot of good guys on, on, on that receiving core with Cortland Sutton, with Jerry Judy. Uh, so when you look at the tight end room too, you got Albert Akui Boonham from Missouri. The only reason I know how to pronounce that name is because he went to Mizzou. Uh, they've got Greg Dolchich there too, one of my favorite guys coming out of the draft. They've got a good tight end room that, that they've got going there, and that'll be kind of key for them, I think, moving forward is will Russell Wilson have to rely a little bit more on those tight ends with, uh, with, with Tim Patrick out? He possibly could, and we'll see how those guys step up. Moving to the backfield, Javante Williams, they want that guy to be their quote-unquote bell cow. They did resign Melvin Gordon, so he's going back there. Those two guys will more than likely split reps. But expect to see Williams a little bit more and more as they want that guy to, to kind of be their guy um, and, and go moving forward. On the defensive side of the ball, man, this team got better. You got to get better if you're going to be in the AFC West, if you're going to go against the quarterbacks that they do. They got Randy Gregory this season after trading away Von Miller to the Rams, who eventually went on uh, to win the Super Bowl with the Rams. They got Randy Gregory. They're going to pair him with Bradley Chubb, another guy who's a really good pass rusher. So their defensive front is looking pretty good, and that's why you're going to see a whole lot of Teams in the AFC West kind of boost up their offensive lines, boost up their offensive fronts, and that's not the only aspect of the defense that's been pretty salty for uh, this Broncos team. It's their secondary. They got Patrick Sertan. Uh, PS2 is what they call him. That's a sweet nickname. They got Ronald Darby holding down the corners, and their safeties, they got Justin Simmons, Kareem Jackson, those guys on the secondary uh, holding it down. If they can stay healthy, this team could be pretty scary next year. Here's a little fun fact here from our friends at DraftKings. The Denver Broncos entered the 2022 season tied for the fifth best odds with the Los Angeles Chargers to win Super Bowl 57 at plus 1,600. Wouldn't have guessed that if I if I didn't look this up already. And their win total is currently sitting at 10 with the uh, overvalued at minus 125. So what are you hitting on that? 10 wins for the Denver Broncos. Are you buying into that? Are you believing in Russ? Are you kind of the Russ Corny hype train there? Are you buying into that? Do you think that they can get 10 wins? Are you putting your money down at minus 125 for the over? Let us know in the comment section below what you think about this Denver Broncos team this year. They, they're they an interesting squad. I think if they stay healthy, they can really compete. But this is a tough division, as, as we'll figure out as we go along. This is a very tough division, and they very well could come in last place when you start to look at all these other teams. And let's go to another team that we're going to be looking at, the Las Vegas Raiders. This team, again, just like the Broncos, 
incredibly interesting team of how they're made up. They have another head coach, a new head coach. I shouldn't say another new head coach. This is a new head coach for them. This is Josh McDaniels. He was with the Broncos before, now with the Raiders after a stint with the Patriots. People kind of assumed that he was going to take that New England Patriots job when Bill Belichick left. He hasn't left yet. That's kind of after he turned down that Indianapolis job. But no, he's now in Las Vegas. They had their first preseason game already. That was last night, the return of football. I watched the whole thing. Watched the whole thing of the Jaguars and Raiders, second and third stringers playing in rain uh, in Canton, Ohio. You know, the, the Raiders ended up winning 27-11. to 11. Wasn't really a close game. Uh, the 11 makes it look a little bit closer than it was. And, and starting running back Josh Jacobs played a little bit more than I thought he would, than maybe he probably should have in that game with a lot of the starters out. So let's go to their big addition this season. And I think you have to start <laughs> with Devontae Adams. Getting Devontae Adams in a trade, signing him to a massive contract, ultimately, you could argue, led to Tyreek Hill leaving the Kansas City Chiefs. I know that that was talked about a whole lot about him wanting Devontae Adams' money, and that contract kind of led to the separation, the divorce between Tyreek Hill and the Chiefs. But Adams joins his his fellow quarterback, his fellow Fresno State alum in Derek Carr. Uh, that tandem should be interesting. I'm sure you've heard about it all offseason, about how they used to be college teammates. I know that's all I've heard this whole offseason. I want to see how that translates to the field. Didn't get to see them on Thursday. Thursday during the Hall of Fame game, uh, but maybe we'll see them later on in preseason, and, and, and it's it's going to be a really good team because there's a lot of other weapons on that receiving receiving core as well. When you when you talk about Mac Hollins, Hunter Renfro, Keelan Cole, Demarcus Robinson, former Chief, is now there. You get to see him a little bit in the uh, in the Hall of Fame game. Did his patented catch the ball and run a little bit backwards, uh, but but I'm curious to see how that whole room the wide receiver room shakes out because Devonta Adams got a whole lot of targets last year in Green Bay. Can he get a whole lot of targets this year with with some of the receivers he has in in in, in Las Vegas? We'll have to see. Also on the offensive side of the ball, they've got Kenyon Drake, Samir White. I already mentioned Josh Jacobs playing a little bit more than he should have, but those guys at running back should kind of hold it down for him there. They've got one of the best in the game at tight end, Darren Waller. Now he's no Travis Kelsey. He's a pretty salty tight end. He's a, he's a tough guy to cover. I'm really excited to see kind of what he's got going on this year and what this offense can do because there's been a lot of conversation about the the explosivity. I think I might have made that word up. Let me know in the comment section below if you think explosivity is a word. But the explosivity of the Raiders offense, is it a thing? We'll see. I'm excited to see all these guys on the field at the same time. The Raiders' defense follows the trends of all these AFC West teams loading up on the defensive line, the defensive fronts. They've got some dudes along the front line of the defense with Chandler Jones, Clellan Farrell, Bilal Collins, Andrew Billings, Max Crosby. Those are all just defensive linemen up there. And they've got some They've got some good linebackers as well. The secondary, they've got some names over there too. Nate Hobbs, Rocky Sin just came over. Uh, Trevon Morig. I was a big fan of Morig coming out of TCU. And Jonathan Abram as well, too. So uh, a couple guys that on the defensive side of the ball could be very interesting to see how they all mesh together, how they how they play together. I think the pass rush is going to be there, which is obviously going to help uh, the secondary. If they can get to the quarterback a lot quicker, they don't have to cover as long. So I think that those two things working together can be really good for this Raiders defense. 
And finally, the Raiders win total set by our friends at DraftKings is set at eight and a half. A little low. I think it's the lowest one set in the AFC West. Um, I believe that is uh, that under is valued at minus 110, so the under is favored. Let us know in the comment section below what you think about the Raiders win total. Do you think they'll hit that under 8.5? Got a tough schedule. We'll have to see coming up. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lastly, let's hit on the Los Angeles Chargers. Listen, I'm sure as a Chiefs fan, you've gotten to hear all about how the Chargers are going to beat the Chiefs this year. It's been probably for the past five years that way. Ever since the Chiefs have won the AFC West, it's been that way. So I'm not going to tell you that here. I'm not going to say that the Chargers are going to beat us. But listen, this Chargers roster looks really good. But that doesn't mean... They're going to be really good. Their their roster has looked very good for the past probably five years, but it hasn't led to them making the playoffs. Last season, they, lo- they lost out on the playoffs. And after having a really good year from Justin Herbert, from first-year head coach Brandon Staley. I, I like Brandon Staley personally. I like his aggressiveness. It's not for a lot of people, but I think that that's a very interesting wrinkle to add into kind of this whole AFC West um called a soap opera, maybe. The AFC West soap opera of Brandon Staley's aggressiveness mixed in with Andy Reid and, you know, now Josh McDaniel. And you've got, uh, I'm forgetting his name, Nathan, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, you've got all those guys now, all those coaches kind of mixing it in in the AFC West. They've got a good roster. Man, Justin Herbert, if you don't know by now, that dude's good. He's here to stay. He's not just a flash in the pan. He's, he's pretty darn good. Just as good as Justin Herbert is, is eh, probably not as good, but it's still pretty good wide receiver room when you're talking about Keenan Allen, you're talking about Mike Williams, you're talking about Jalen Guyton, my guy Josh Palmer from Tennessee, one of my favorite receivers coming out of the draft a couple years ago, maybe 2021 I think is when he came out, but they've got a good wide receiver room that, that, that I like and I think really complements Justin Herbert's play style, which is even more important uh, to, to that Chargers team, and not to mention tight ends as well. They signed Gerald Everett. They got Donald Parham. I think that they're going to be in a good spot when it comes to receiving weapons. Uh, their offensive line is getting better, and I think that that's always a very good sign for this Chargers offense. They just have to stay healthy. That's the biggest problem for the Chargers is that they always get hurt. Good for the Chiefs when that happens. Not good for the Chargers. They haven't been able to stay healthy, and really it's the defensive side of the ball where they haven't been able to stay healthy. 
Before I fully get onto the defense, though, let's talk about Austin Eckler, uh, Isaiah Spiller, the rookie, who's going to kind of mix it in a little bit with with Eckler as well. They bring back Eckler, very ex- experienced guy, catch the ball out of the backfield. Another guy who meshes really well, I believe, with uh, with with Josh Herbert or Justin Herbert. Um, and uh, speaking of Justin Herbert and meshing really well with with Justin Herbert. They brought back Chase Daniel to be the backup quarterback. I, I think that that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, I'm a Mizzou guy, but anytime you have a backup quarterback that's been in the league for that long and you're re-signing a backup quarterback, Chiefs did it with Chad Henney, with Patrick Mahomes, they want a guy in that room that the, the main guy trusts, that the QB1 trusts. And, you know, he can come in and play if he has to, but mostly it's about trust and it's about mentorship. I think with Chad Henney, with Chase Daniel, those two situations are very parallel to me. And so I think that that's a good signing uh, for the Chargers moving forward. Of course, we got to talk about the defense. They made a massive move this offseason, trading for Khalil Mack. Man, I, I, it's tough. It's tough when you pair him with Joey Bosa, that pass rush. Oh, it's going to be scary for Chiefs fans uh, on Sundays once they face them twice a year. But, you know, hopefully with the bolstered offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs, they'll be just fine. I think they'll be just fine. But you look at some of the guys that they've got, they've really overhauled this defense with J.C. Jackson, Sebastian Joseph Day, a couple guys that they signed in free agency with Jackson playing corner Sebastian Day, you know, and uh, Joseph Day, he's going to be playing on the defensive line. Uh, but I think that it's going to be a, a really solid unit if they can stay healthy, right? As I mentioned before, they haven't been able to stay healthy on the defensive side of the ball. They've got some dudes over here. We talked about Joey Bosa. they got Kenneth Murray at linebacker, Asante Samuel Jr., Derwin James in the secondary, those two guys. Man, if, if they can stay healthy, this defense is going to be tough to beat. It's going to be a tough team to beat. And, and that's uh, personally for me, I want a tough competition in the AFC West. Tough divisions, they were talking about this last night at the Hall of Fame game. I think Chris Collinsworth was talking about it. Tough divisions make you better. I think I, I think that that's kind of a misconception of, okay, you kind of want an easy division so you have an easier schedule, right? You look at the teams that have won the Super Bowl the past few years, right? Um, maybe maybe Tampa Bay excluded. Uh, you know, the Chiefs, they had a tough, AFC West always tough. Always a tough division. You're looking at Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that division was pretty tough. You know, the Saints, I think that was that was probably the last. I think that was the last year for Drew Brees. Um, some tough guys. The Rams came from a tough division, so I think tough divisions build you for the postseason. This is what the Chiefs want. These teams are building themselves to beat the Chiefs, so these games are going to be especially tough. And I think that the 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 Chargers are get tired of, you know, chargering. I guess you could say. So they're really building up their team. Uh, their win total is set at 10 by our friends at DraftKings at the Sportsbook. And the overvalued at minus 120. Uh, so people at DraftKings thinking that 10 wins, 11 wins is what they think that the the uh, the Chargers were going to get this season with the win total set at 10. For the record, I think you should know, Chiefs have the number one, I believe. Yes, number one highest win total with 11 with the overvalued at minus 145. So uh, people, folks at DraftKings confident the Chiefs can get over 12 wins, over 11 wins, I should say, should get 12 wins. Um, so I think that's really interesting on the over-under win totals. Let us know what you think below. Who, who, do you, who are you taking over-under-wise on the wins? Let us know in the comment section below. While you're there, while you're in that comment section, make sure to like and subscribe to the video. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss a post when we give you all, all things up to date on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I'm sure you're tired of hearing about the other teams. Let's get into the 
Chiefs and what they were doing on the field at training camp. Here is our top five plays from this past week. All right, number five, let's start on the defensive side of the ball. Don't get to see a whole lot of defensive plays being made, but they're going live on the goal line. I believe this was day two of full pads. Willie Gay shoots the gap, finds the running back, and brings him down. This is one of my favorite plays, man. Willie Gay has been having one heck of a training camp. He's been playing really well in coverage. He's been getting a couple picks. And this right here, filling the gap, running downhill like we know he can do, like he has shown he can do in college and the pros. Absolutely beautiful. I love this play from Willie. All right, number four, I'm stretching the, the, the rules of play here a little bit. This is a one-on-one -on -one drill. Marquez Valdez-Scantling going up against first-round pick Trent McDuffie. I just love this rep so much. You know why? Both guys going all out. Both guys putting in a good rep. Even though MVS does come down with the ball, this is a really good rep from, from McDuffie, and I don't think he should be discouraged by it. MVS just uses his length to separate the ball away from his chest. If that ball gets into MVS's chest... McDuffie wins, so he uses his length to separate, keep that ball away from his frame. Good rep all around. The big play for number three, this comes from the day two of pads, and this is when Patrick Mahomes scrambles out to his right, gets to find Travis Kelsey, a little nicely touched pass over Travis's shoulder. He gets to haul that ball in, runs it in for a touchdown. He steps out of bounds a little bit before, but those guys, tell, stop me if you've seen this before. What a play from those two guys right there, and I can't wait to see that happen on Sundays. Moving on to number two, it's Juju Smith-Schuster. That dude has made so many incredible plays this camp, but from this past week, he made this really great back shoulder catch from a good throw from Mahomes to get it away from the defender, but Mahomes, but Juju Smith-Schuster to adjust and make that play, make the catch, secure the ball to the ground. Really love what I've seen from Juju Smith-Schuster. Kind of came into camp with a little uh, lower hype, but since camp has started, he's made play after play. His hype is all the way back up. Love to see it. Finally, number one, the best play of the week. I've got to give it to Isaiah Pacheco. Look at this play. Look at this move from Isaiah Pacheco going up, winning that 50-50 ball out of the backfield on a wheel route. You can't beat it. You love to see Isaiah Pacheco coming into camp. He said he wants to take a grown man's job. Listen, if he's going to make those plays, he's definitely going to take a grown man's job. That is going to do it for today's episode of KCSN Update. Thank you all so much for watching. We appreciate you watching, listening, uh, doing whatever you do with KC Sports Network. We, we do greatly appreciate it. Make sure you hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. Share it with your friends. If, if you have Chiefs friends, share it with them. Let, let them know, let them in on, on the good content that you're getting here at KCS. And we know there's a ton of places you can get Chiefs content, and we just hope we can make it into the rotation and be one of those places for you. As for me, Tucker Franklin, thank you guys uh, for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday with another episode of KCSN Update. Make sure to stay tuned because through the weekend we've got content coming out. We've got a, a great conversation with BJ Kissel and Jeff Allen about Carlos Dunlap coming up. And on Monday we'll have the KC Laboratory live show as well on YouTube or wherever you get your live shows. So thank you all for watching and listening. We'll catch you next week. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. 
My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.